Welcome to the Rock. What's up, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to The Rock. As always, I am Jay. And I'm Jonathan. And we're going to talk about your New Jersey Devils. So before we start talking about the Devils, John, I think we should talk about the Utica Comets and the fact that the other night they tied the AHL record uh, going 11-0, and they actually beat the team, the Rochester Americans, uh, the team that actually held that record for, I think they said 37 years. And tonight, Friday... They're playing the Charlotte Checkers uh, to possibly break that record and go 12-0. and And considering the fact that uh, the Devils have been pulling talent out of there and these guys are still winning, I think it says a lot about the farm system there. Yeah, I think it says a lot about the farm system. I think it says a lot about the uh, coaching. Uh, Kevin Deneen's down there. Uh, this is Utica's first year being associated with us. We, we were associated with, I believe, the Albany Riverettes last Maybe. year. Was it I Albany? So. Yeah. Or Bigmington. Might have been Bigmington Devils. Well, either or. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is Utica's first year with us. Yeah, and, and they're pulling talent, and they're, we're, we're bringing down talent. Not bringing down, but putting down talent, uh, sending down talent. Uh, Studenik's down there. Gautier's down there. Nico Dawes is down there, and they have the other goalie who's, well, look, they're undefeated. They're 11-0 to start a season, which he said is the record. So both goalies are doing obviously very well. But the, 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 the I, can't, I can't remember his name, but the second goalie, do you remember his name? He's no, uh, yeah. yeah, he's someone I wasn't really on my radar until this season. And uh Akira Schmid. There you go. Akira Schmid. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was on my radar where he's he you know, he you blink and he's five and zero all of a sudden. So yeah, they're doing they're doing a good job. They're doing a great job. And um, you know, we just brought up someone from Utica and uh yeah, let's hope they get the uh the record tonight. But yeah, Absolutely. you know, look, you want your you want your Marlin team to do well, but that's all kind of not meaningless. I mean good for them down there, but Let's start that good. Let's get them up here. Let's get them working on this team. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, the trend or or you know what we've been talking about these last you know four weeks or so is the fact that sort of the attitude up here in New Jersey is is you know you play, you stay, you don't. You know, we're gonna pull from Utica, and the fact you know that they have pulled a lot of talent and yet they're still winning is a good sign. I also think too the fact that earlier this season they call up Nico Dawes. I mean, they absolutely had to with uh, you know Bernier's injured and uh, Blackwood was injured and Wedgwood was kind of getting off to a shaky start there you know he came up he had one great game and one you know not so great game but just right back down to Utica and he's undefeated he's looking you know stats wise he's looking absolutely phenomenal so it's great because you kind of figure that he's going to be the future number two and it's great to see that he's staying sharp and he's staying fresh and yeah you know good luck to them tonight hope i uh, hope they uh, break the record i've been talking about going to see them when they come uh when they play a game closer to where we live Utica's about six seven hours away from us so we're gonna try to go see them when they come closer to us all right yeah so go go comets <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely not you know news wise not too much other really going on. I mean, I guess the one kind of big, you know, not so necessarily devil's news, but really league news is Tuesday night. I was expecting to go to the uh, Ottawa Senators game and uh, apparently 10 players and, and managerial 
coaches and whatever tested positive for COVID. So uh, three three Senators games were postponed, including the one Tuesday night. I actually kind of think it came at a good time. I mean, you know, we're, we're going to go talk about the games uh, in, in a few minutes here. I mean, after coming off a bit of a shaky weekend and, and you know, the hit that Blackwood took in the Rangers game, I kind of think it was almost like a blessing in disguise that they they got that little bit of uh, a respite and chance to kind of recover, practice some more. Kind of came at a good time. Yeah, because, you know, if they played Tuesday at home, they were going to hop on a plane to play a Thursday night game down in Florida against the Panthers. So with the with Tuesday's game being canceled, they gave them three days. I think they get. I think I read that they said they got two good days of practice in, and then obviously the travel day for Florida. Uh, yeah, and this is kind of a little bit of, we, we were calling last week a gauntlet, and I don't think you could really, you know, Ottawa not doing so well would have been a little respite in between these these two kind of uh, periods of, of hard games coming up. And, you know, you have Florida, away game, Tampa Bay, Saturday night, uh, away game, and then next week, the Wild, they're back home with Minnesota the day before Thanksgiving. So these are these are three very good teams that uh, that I think is not, was an opportunity. You know, we're, we're recording this Friday night after the uh, Florida game. It's a good opportunity for for the Devils. I texted the team to really show this league what they are, what they have, what they're about. Um, we saw a glimmer of it last week when we had the big win, the huge win against Florida ten days ago or eleven days at this point at home. And then they followed that up with the. Uh, we're going to talk more about it, but we're going to they follow up with the big win against uh, the Islanders, a shutout win against the Icelanders. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that it was, you know, obviously not good news for the Senators. I hope everybody's okay, but uh, it worked out nicely for the Devils this, this week. Uh, you know, and some other news, you know, again, you know, we talked about Utica, all the talent that they have down there. Uh, again, you know, I mean, unfortunately, the Devils are getting hit with the injury bug. But when you have a really great farm system, uh, I think it's great that they could still call people up. And not too long ago, a few days back, uh, Fabian Zetterlund, was called up from uh, Utica. And uh, I think when you texted to me, you were sort of like, I'm not sure who this guy is. And I did a quick Google and I'm like, well, I could tell you he's from Sweden and he's, you know, he's he's a big guy. <laughs> you know, that was about it. Yeah, he was called up. I don't know. Did you did you do a little Googling on him? Find out a little bit more about Mr. Fabian Zetterlund? Well, I found out that he's a uh, big and uh, that he's uh, Swedish. So just find out what you found out in reverse order. <laughs> no, I really haven't heard... Uh... I didn't see a lot about him. Actually, I don't know why, but I just went to the Utica website to look up his stats. I'm like, oh, he's not going to be on the Utica website because they moved him up. Boy, they really get rid from this site. (laughs) He's only been up for two games. And he actually played against Florida. Yeah, I just just like the idea. And the thing is this, you and I were just talking before we started recording that. Well, even before he, when he came up, we were like, well, who's going down? Like, or is there space on the roster? I guess there must be space on the roster to keep him. Because I think even Yara's back from injury, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so I don't, yeah, because for a while there, I'm like, oh, well, who are they going to send down? And I think a lot of people were worried about Alexander Holtz, who who was scratched from the last two games, Florida and um, the Rangers. He sat on the bench. I don't think he's being, I don't say punished. I, I, I don't think he's, I don't think it's a punitive move. I just think that there are things about his game that he needs to improve, and and the coach has probably, you know, Lindy's talked to him about, you know, maybe, you know, maybe it's just better if he observed for a couple of games. I do know that they played, they played better with Alexander in 
and I'm not, you know, he's got no points. He's not got no assists or goals. But they were they were kind of doing really well when he was part of that of, of, of being on the ice. So mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just speaking more out of superstition than than actual skill level. Because mm-hmm. um, my thing was like, why mess with, uh, like, why sit them when they were on that roll? You know, you had those two really big wins. And did he see that Boston or did he play against Boston? I don't remember that. He, yeah, he did play against Boston. Um, yeah, so we, yeah, we actually did get to see him out there a bit. Uh, he, I know he played against the Islanders. He played against Boston. So yeah, yeah when we get into those games, we can, we can talk yeah. about him. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So Zeeland's up again. Hasn't really done anything. I, I wonder if there's too much pressure to bring these. You know, because, especially since like, is that is Utica doing well a double-edged sword? Is it really? Casting a lot of these high expectations on these guys they're bringing up, you know, you know, like in the press conferences, they'll be like, you know, Alexander's been in three games, he hasn't scored yet. I'm like, well, is that should he score every time he's got the puck? I mean, is it normal to have one at least one goal in three games when you're you know just coming up? I don't know. Of course, I want to see him score, but again, are we having these weird expectations for him? Mm-hmm. And now are we having these expectations for Zederland? I, I, I don't know. I, I just know that. And the thing is, you know, we knew more about Holtz than we did about Zederland when when he was down in Utica. So we, you know, you and I are probably guilty of having expectations for Holtz. Whereas this guy, the fact that, you know, they didn't really say his name a lot during yesterday's game or meaning he didn't, I don't want to say he didn't contribute, but, you know, nothing special happened while he was on the ice because his name wasn't really mentioned. Um, Am I more okay with that? Because I didn't know what he was doing down in Utica. So, you know, what are our expectations of these guys? You know, Utica doing so well. Are we putting unnecessary pressure or, or as a fan base, are our expectations too high for some of these guys? Like, should should we be like, ah, oh, send Alex back down? I, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd like that Alex is still up here. I kind of wish in a way Nico was still, Nico Dawes was still up here, but you know, you're not going to carry three, three goalies. But yeah, and I want to see Chase DeLeo come up, but maybe there's a some spot for him yet. So I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I would think there's, and, and there's got to be something in Zetterlin's game that the coaching staff feels is missing out there on the ice. You know, there's, I can't see him bringing him up just, you know, for the sake of bringing him up. There's got to be something there about him. And yeah, like you said, maybe the fact that we really don't know much about him is a good thing. So, you know, we don't have those expectations. Yeah, it's kind of tough. You know, it's, it's, you know, when you bring up some of these rookies and especially look, not for nothing, you know, when, you know, they, they, they bring up a Dawson Mercer and he just, you know, we'll talk about him later, but when he just starts lighting it up, you're almost sort of like, wow, is, is this what's going on down there in Utica? Is this what's going on in the Devils organization? Like all these young kids are just, you know, magic. And when they come up and yeah, you know, maybe sitting Holtz is, is the fact that, look, you got the talent to be here. You know, like you said, maybe observe a little bit, maybe see what's going on out there because not so much in the Islanders game, but I know in the Bruins game. I did try to keep an eye on him to kind of see what was going on. And when we talk about the games, we could talk about that a little bit. There's some positives and there's some things that he's got to work on. And I, I think the coaching staff is saying, look, you know, you're good enough to be here, but let's let's work on ABC and, and, and kind of instead of just thrusting you in there and have all these high expectations on you, let's let's kind of bring you along gradually, you know, work with the team, learn with the team, and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah, I think, and, and look, who knows what kind of pressure these kids are putting on themselves. So I just play your game would be my message. And, and you know, and, and I think this all highlights just 
I think as fans, we kind of forget, especially in baseball and hockey, that there's such a difference between being very successful in the minors, you know, regarding mm-hmm. baseball, and then coming up to the to, to the big leagues. You know, so it's probably the same in the AHL. There's a huge difference between being very successful in the AHL and then coming up to the NHL. And look, the game moves a lot quicker. You're, you you got to be thinking on your feet a lot more. The guys are bigger, and these guys have been playing in the, you know, you're, you're playing against guys that are in the NHL for, you know, 5, 6, 7, 10, sometimes 15, you know, Joe Thornton played yesterday for the Panthers. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. For the Panthers, and he's been in the league 20-some-odd years, 24 or some crazy number like that. So you're playing with guys that have these experiences, that they're, they're bigger, they're faster, they know the ins and outs of the games. So I think it takes a little while to catch up when you're when you're young. No matter how well you're doing down down the AHL, you know when you come up, it's it's the the basics of the game are the same, but it's a lot different. And you can even say the same yeah. for college college guys going into a uh, college football players going to to the NFL. And you got all these first round draft picks that look like deer in headlights when they play. I mean, look at the number two pick uh, from my, I think it was last year, the Jets quarterback. He's Mm-hmm. The poor kid looks like he's—he doesn't know what's happening on the football field. So <laughs> yeah, because like you said, temporary you know, expectations and just you know let them be who they are and, and hope hope it comes. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, I, you know, even though like you said, even though they're sitting him, I still take it you know as a good sign that you know he's still here because obviously you know I, I don't I mean I think if he was making a lot of gross mistakes and just really playing very poorly, they would probably send him back down. You need a little more time, and then we'll bring you back up. He's he's definitely doing something right and that's why they want to keep him and i really think they want to bring him along something interesting that i read though you know again you know we know jack hughes is is out uh it's almost kind of a week-to-week thing at this point you know a lot of things i'm reading though is that they're they're really trying to find a good fit or you know a good set of lines they're trying to solidify some lines you know just to kind of hold the fort down really until jack comes back i mean do you think this is why maybe they're also again kind of diving down to utica and pulling talent up to try to just find like some really good mixes in there yeah i think i think that's definitely possible i mean you can't we have one really good line it's the mercer johnson and uh, brett right yeah that's the line that's the one that's scoring all, not all the goals, but that's the one you keep hearing about. And that's the one that's been consistent the last few games. Yeah, so may, maybe they're just trying to figure out Nico. Nico needs help on his line. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's just because you, you, you know, what are there four lines? You you, you got to have more than one that performs. Yeah, day in day out. Um, so yeah, I'm sure it's all those things. I'm sure it's uh, let's figure out what to do until Jack, Jack gets back, and maybe we can hit gold or. Or find something that works that we can keep going even when Jack gets back. So, look, the Devils are. I think you sent me your article about how they're treading water. They're they're above five hundred, and they're doing all this without Jack. So the expectation is when Jack's back, they'll be a better team. I can't imagine the way they played against him. Again, we'll talk more in depth about the game. But the way they played against the Rangers, my my heart deeply heartfelt feeling is that if Jack were in that game, we would have won that game. You know, I think there's just probably at least one or two more other games this season where we could say if Jack was there, we probably would have won those games. And that's the kind of difference maker he is, you know. He yeah. he 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 of course is good, but he makes the people around him better. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's what that is. This whole Utica thing is and, and again, as 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 well as Utica does, they could go undefeated the season and win their version of the Stanley Cup, whatever trophy the AHL gives. You know, at the end it matters what, what those guys can do for the big for the big club. Right. 
That is very, very true. Yeah, and I'm, that's, I'm, I, I think I think I'm sorry. I think they would say that too. They're like, yeah, I'm glad we were able to do all this down here, but because either Zetherland, I remember someone asked us, like, oh, are you uh, are you kind of sad that you're not down there chasing history? I was like, no, I'm I'm in the NHL. I'm fine being up here at the NHL. Good <laughs> luck to them. I'm glad you know we did what we did, but and I hope they do what they do. But I'm here in the NHL. I'd rather be up here, and I totally get that. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. You know, you don't dedicate your life to it with the dream of, you know, I'd really love to end up in a really great farm system. You, you want to come up to the big leagues and, you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's great. You know, it's, that's the right attitude to have. Like, I wish him well, but, you know, this is where I want to be. This is where they all want to be. So, yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. I, 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 I hope I hope they're not going to send holds down anytime soon. Yeah, I, I, I mean, again... I really don't see a reason why, you know, why they would do that. I think, you know, like I said, you know, when they first brought him up, you know, this is a positive about bringing him up is, is now you're working with big time coaching. You have veterans around you. Granted, some of these veterans have only been playing up here in, in the NHL for like maybe three or four seasons, but still that's three or four seasons worth of experience, you know. And, and again, he's obviously doing something right. You know, they, they see positivity in his play, so they want to encourage it and, and they want to, you know, okay, you're here now. You know, you, you had all that hype coming up. You had all the excitement. All right, now let's, you know, mellow out a bit and let's bring you along and let's turn you into the player we know you can be. Yeah, and, and I think we, we as fans need to temper expectations of these guys, no matter how well they're doing down in, in, in Utica or mm-hmm. in Hughes' case, Michigan, to understand they're still kids and, and it's a big jump from college or AHL to the NHL. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Alrighty, so let's take a look back at the week that was and, uh, you know, let's see what happened with our Devils here. So, jumping all the way back to last Thursday, uh, the much-despised New York Islanders came to town and you know what was your impression of this game? Oh, I, geez, I love that game. I mean, especially coming off the Florida game, it was so funny because I, I was at the Florida game, and I remember I don't know if I said it on the show last week, but I remember saying it to you that I almost feel bad about talking about the game because you weren't able to go. I felt like mm-hmm. I was rubbing your face, but then you get to go <laughs> to, the, to the shutout gem against one of our most hated rivals, the uh, the Icelanders, and uh, I was sitting at home watching it, and it was. I had a great time because they were whooping them. Yeah, I th- look, you can't you can't look at those two games and not say those are the two best games they played this season. Off the top of my head, I don't remember the beginning of the season. Yeah, I would say they're two of the best. I think they looked the most complete. They were on the puck. They were uh, they were uh, in the face of the Islanders. They weren't giving them anything. Um, they they were taking away the puck. They were you know blocking shots. It was just all two all around great games. And you know, our, I think it was our first shutout of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Black, we got the shutout. Uh, he had, what was it? Forty-two saves. He right? had forty-two saves. Yeah, yeah, forty-two which saves. Insane, which is insane. Which uh, I, I think I think I told you about the stat I heard afterwards that he has. I think all right. So Marty Martin Berdor has the the most career shutouts, I believe. Mm-hmm. But with his forty-two save shutout. Blackwood now has more shutouts. Um, phrase this: He has more shutouts with more than forty goal, well, forty saves than Martin Brodeur does have. Wow! Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. So, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, Mac Black is the real deal. He was doing everything. He was stopping. Nothing was getting by him. He was stopping shots. Like you were like, how did he do that? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, so that's what I thought. I mean, you were there. What what was the vibe? Tell me the experience. What was the vibe? I know oh, you were surrounded God. by Icelander fans. Um, <laughs> you know, tell me what it was like shutting them up and sending them back on the LIE. Oh yeah, so cool? I, you know, I yeah, so I texted you. Uh, I kept texting you. I'm like, I'm surrounded by blue. I am surrounded by blue. You know, we talked about this in the past that uh, you know something about this area. You know, the the New Jersey metro area that. Fans just can't seem to make it to their seats before puck drop. Let me tell you, when we all stood for the national anthem, the place was packed. Unfortunately, you saw about a 50-50 split between red and blue. And, you know, the section where we sit, uh, the opposing team attacks twice. So generally, a lot of, you know, opposing fans will will get seats in that area. Thankfully, you know, I, I was flanked by, uh, you know, a couple of red jerseys. You know, they, they were there. And, you know, and you, you even said, too, you heard it on TV. Once the puck dropped, the chance of let's go Islanders was deafening. It was mm-hmm. absolutely deafening. Uh, the devil's mascot, you know, he tried to get everybody going the, uh, what are they called? Like the woo crew or whoever like there. And, you know, devil's fans were trying to, trying to outchant them, but you know, there was just so many Islanders fans there. That's why I think that the first goal, Yanni Kukinen scoring a short handed goal, dead silence, dead silence. And then the let's go devil's chance started and not for nothing. You know, the Islanders fans hung in there, you know, they, you know, there was times when they were kind of drowning us out and, but, you know, as, as the goals added up, they were getting quieter and quieter. You started seeing them heading for the door, which is always a nice thing. But I do want to take a little bit of a sidebar here and and just kind of get up on my soapbox a bit and just kind of talk about being a fan for a second. And, you know, I, I kind of told you the story about, you know, what happened there, but look, when you come to a game, you got to be a good fan. You know, now opposing fans are there and you're going to you're going to chirp at them. You're going to jaw with them. And and there was a lot of that, you know, when the Rangers, the Islanders, the Flyers, when they come to town, there's going to be a lot of that because these fans are going to come out in force. And the thing that I noticed for the most part is, is, you know, fans are going back and forth with one another. But there was always sort of like a head nod, a head, you know, a hand gesture, sort of like, you know, with fans, this is what we do. I don't mean anything by it towards you. You don't mean anything, you know, by it towards me. This is just what we do. You know, I love my team. You love your team. We're going to yell back and forth. But at the end, it's just a game. We're all going to go home. Unfortunately, in my section, there was an Islanders fan who she did not do that. She was very offensive. Uh, She was offensive to the woman who was sitting next to me. Uh, It was a couple sitting next to me. I don't know, boyfriend, girlfriend, married. I don't know. She said something highly offensive. My daughter came with me and she said a few offensive things to my daughter. And, you know, it's just it's, you know, it's okay to be fan and and to be passionate about your team. But, you know, we're all human beings here and and you just got to you got to remember that you got to kind of check that stuff at the door. Enjoy the game. We're all there to enjoy the game. And I'm going to get off my soapbox. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, I mean, look, you and I like to go to opposing teams. You know, we're, we're sports fans. We're hockey fans. We're baseball mm-hmm. fans, football fans. We like to go to opposing teams games, uh, home part, home fields, home rinks, whatever. And uh you know, it's it's a real easy rule, dude. Just don't be a dick. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's really kind of easy to be, kind of easy not not to break the rules, even if alcohol's involved. Just don't be a dick. Cheer for your yeah. team. They win. Be proud. If they lose, say we'll get them next time. 
Absolutely. But All right. that being so, said, I mean, yeah, but that being said, it was a hell of a game. And like you said, Mackenzie Blackwood was on his game because there were a couple of times, you know, I didn't like seeing this. There were some shift, shift changes and the Devils were kind of caught out there. I think there was at least two, if not three breakaway chances and Max Stonewalled them. And I know before the Rangers game, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it, but, you know, Danico was saying, and, and this is true, and, you, and you've said it too, is when he's when he's between the pipes there, Mackenzie Blackwood is as cool as a cucumber. It's like nothing rattles the guy. Yeah, it's it's it, uh, you know it's it's the perfect personality type or mentality you have to have to do that job. Because I think I think probably more so than in any other sport, a team game can come down to one guy real quick. You know, one breakaway, and it's it's not ten men on the ice anymore. It's two. So, you know, just to do what they do is, is incredible. And he's just been, uh, you know, he had been lights out up to a certain point this season. And, and the Islander the game was almost a crown jewel, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, 4-0, got the shutout. The Devils, um, you, you, you got to think there was some carryover from that big win against Florida. Um, absolutely. Two, two nights earlier. They were riding high. And look, we were riding high. We were like, these guys are going to win the cup. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you, you, you did get that feeling, though. You did get you that think, feeling. There was, there was a sense of, of them being unbeatable at that You know, not obviously for the whole season, but, you know, maybe a nice run. They could go on a nice little run, you know, when you're in the zone. <laughs> when you're in the zone. And um, sorry, just reminded me of something else. Um, I know. So, uh, yeah, you know, they could have gone a nice, and, and it was very doable, you know. You had Boston, who was pretty much hovering at the same record as we were at the time. You had the Rangers, and, and maybe it's, you know, we were doing it too. We were, maybe we were looking past Boston, and we were thinking, oh, well, well you know, we can play hard and beat them. Because when you, when you beat Florida, then you beat the owners with a shutout. Why wouldn't you think you could beat Boston and New York? Absolutely. You know? There's no reason to think you couldn't. Okay. So uh, one, this, well, just just one final just one final thing about the Islanders game. You know, we had talked about the fact that their pen, penalty killing really is kind of a weakness. Uh, they shut them down. You know, they the uh, Islanders had three power play opportunities and they went zero for three. So great job there. So yeah, and they scored Saturday. a goal on the penalty kill too. Yeah, yeah, shorthanded goal, which is you know, I mean that was great. So Saturday, <sighs> so Saturday. Boston came to town. You and I were there. So uh, as, nice as we were making our way. Game. A yeah. nice afternoon game. We had some upgraded seats. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were, bellies were full of, of free food. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we watched, uh, we watched um, who was it, Ty Smith, give a, give a lose rock, paper, and scissors against a kid and gave him a stick, autographed stick. Yeah. All was Great. right in the land of the devils until the whistle blew. <laughs> yeah. What happened, Jay? <laughs> What happened? Well, you know, listen, not for nothing. Uh, I mean, I think they played hard, but I don't know. Maybe it was, you know, the three wins in a row, the energy expenditure from beating Florida and then really putting it to the Islanders. They just kind of looked flat from the get go. They just they, they you know, you said it like when we were sitting there, you're like, they just don't seem as fast as they used to be. They just don't seem as energetic as they used to be. And I mean, from where I was sitting and I mean, the, the, the Bruins just kind of. And handled them and 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 walked right over them. 
Okay, so what it looked like to me is is the Devils were doing the things that they always do. They were controlling center ice. They were really making it tough for Boston to get into, you know, an offensive groove. However, Boston was giving it right back to them because what it looked like, and I think on the ride home, we were listening to the radio, you know, they were taking shots. They were taking shots from the point. You know, they just couldn't work it inside. Uh, They were kind of getting pushed around inside. And uh, Boston was just blocking, you know, they were putting players in front of shots and, you know, they they just couldn't get it going. I mean, what was your impression? Well, yeah, and they couldn't take them out of the game mentally. You know, there there are times when Boston was ahead and the Devils would score a goal and bring it closer or tie it up. I don't know if they were tied it up, but they would bring it closer, and Boston would just play harder. Like I don't know, the, I don't think the mental part of it was there. Boston went in there knowing what they just did to what the Devils just did to Florida and New York Islanders, and they're like, we don't care. You know, and they played their game. And you're right, they did they did kind of push the Devils around. The Devils looked a lot slower than they had been. Bernier was in in goal, which we figured we, we figured after the Thursday, because they had back to back uh Saturday, Sunday, that Bernier would get Saturday so that Blackwood could play uh against the Rangers on Sunday, which is exactly what the Devils did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think I don't think our guys underestimated Boston or, or looked past them like you and I kind of were right i just think i don't know me i think that i feel like i'm saying i think a lot but the, the, the emotion and the energy output for the previous three wins plus looking forward to that ranger rival rivalry game maybe they're not consciously but holding not i won't say they weren't playing hard but maybe they were trying to keep something in reserve for the rangers i don't know but okay. they and they were taking they weren't they weren't getting close to the net and and doing the you know the, the the scrum in front of the net to get the puck in there. They were taking these shots from the point and and um yeah it just it just I mean we were both there and I almost and you know granted I was recovering from a cold so I wasn't in my best uh, cheering mood but I just felt like they uh I, I they played like I felt if that makes sense because I wasn't feeling mm-hmm. well you know they played like mm-hmm. I felt like. All right, I'm going through the motions. I'm here. I, you know, they wanted to win, but I, I just didn't. I don't know why. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have the reasoning why it didn't translate. For all the reasons we said or for none of the reasons we said. Who knows? Maybe right. they, they just got outplayed by Boston. But the thing is, if they looked like they looked against the Islanders and Florida last week, if they looked like that against Boston and Boston still won, you'd be like, all right, well, they they played hard. They, they just couldn't beat Boston. It was just Boston's day, you know? Yeah. But I'm feeling like somehow they contributed to the the loss. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I, I think so. And you know, again, you know, as fans, I, I I tend to think, especially after you know winning three in a row, a phenomenal win Tuesday, a phenomenal win Thursday. You're just like you're just like this is the greatest hockey team that has ever lived. They can do no wrong, and they kind of came down to earth. I mean, a telling statistic here: um, the Bruins had 25 block shots. Uh, the Devils only had eight. However, the Devils had 22 takeaways, which, you know, we talk about them kind of controlling center ice. So it was like they, they they were trying to play their game. And, you know, yeah, maybe they just were wanted to save something in the tank. They had played a couple of really hard fought games and they were like, you know, if we go. No, I don't want to say that they don't go 100 percent, but they're there. Maybe it was on their mind. Hey, we got a huge game tomorrow right across the river. So. I, I don't know. I mean, I think a bright spot was, again, you know, 
Tawson Mercer and Jesper Brat. Uh, you know, Mercer had a goal and an assist. Uh, and Mercer's goal, he was assisted by Johnson and Brat. And Brat's goal, he was assisted by Mercer. I mean, to me, I mean, that was a highlight. That was a, an absolute highlight is is that line right there. Uh, it was definitely a bright spot in this game. Yeah, and, and I said it last week's show, Mercer. Look out for Mercer. He's coming back. You know, he, he had been quiet a few games earlier uh, before last week's show, and then he's really started. You know, look, we said about Brett, ever since the benching, the one-period benching, you know, as Brett goes, as Mercer and Johnson go. So, so again, they're the best line we have. They're, they're earning points. They're scoring goals. They're they're getting to be where the puck needs to be. Um, and, you know, they've been the bright spot the last couple of weeks in 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 recent losses and uh, all, obviously the wins, too. So keep going. We gotta we gotta think of a line name for them. It's uh what's it Brad Johnson and uh Mercer, Brad Johnson Mercer B J M M J B I don't know. They're not all the same uh Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. We'll have to figure it out. Um, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll work on that. <laughs> and again, um, you know, uh the bright spot for the Boston game, I don't know. I just it's stuck in my core like lost the ball, especially five to two. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and again, I think, you know, I kept seeing so much potential out there. I'm like, I see them playing their game. You know, I see them, you know, again, the little things that there's no statistics on, you know, a lot of poke checking, a lot of, you know, takeaways, intercepting passes, things like that. But then once they cross that blue line, they, they just couldn't get their game going, you know, Mercer's line aside and yeah and i think the other thing too is i think especially after seeing a shutout by blackwood and you know and i i don't want to say that he had a bad game but just also bernier just looked i don't know he almost kind of looked robotic there he almost kind of looked just just like uh i'm holding a spot here you know i I don't know it it, it just seemed like a very off game for them in 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 general yeah it's funny because i was i was Kind of down on Bernier, especially after the Ranger game. And we, um, you, you know, I text him like, oh, Bernier's killing us. And you just text me. He's like, oh, he's playing to his average. Like, he's 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 playing as he plays. He's not doing, yeah. you know, statistically, he's not doing any worse. He's 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 within his average of, of, of his career. So this is this is who he is, I guess, right? Yeah. This is who he is. I mean, that's why he's a, a 1B. That's why he's a spot starter. You know, that's why he, because... I don't know. Maybe, maybe a full season is too much for him. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think. Look, the whole team, I think, was off their game in some way or another yeah. against Boston. I, and you know, I, I'm not going to blame him for all the Boston loss exclusively. But you know, if the whole team's off their game, that includes their goalie. So I think, I think this is the thing. I wouldn't be mad at him. Yeah, I, it was surprising to me when you text me that he was playing within his career average, because I guess I think he's better than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, that's why, that's kind of why I looked it up. I wanted to see like, you know, cause he is 33 years old and you know, with some athletes, you know, they have great seasons and then it's something like they hit a certain age or they get to a certain point and it's like the skills start to decline. So I'm like, maybe this is the season. Maybe this is the season where he's starting to deteriorate a little bit. And I was like, oh, wow, no, he's this is how he plays. I, OK, no problem. Uh, one one thing that absolutely infuriated, infuriated, I was very angry about uh, <laughs> in the Boston game. 
uh, was a little penalty called uh, what? What was it on that they called on Nico Hashir? Uh, embellishment. Embellishment. On <laughs> Nico, because that's you know, what Nico's known for. Right. Exactly. God, he yeah. got cross-checked. Uh, he he was knocked to the ice, slid across the ice. He kind of looked up at the referee. The referee is like, "Won't well, call on that penalty," but you know, thanks for hamming it up there, uh, Sean Connery. I, I, I'm like, he was he, he was hit from behind. You know, he wasn't writhing in pain. He wasn't like uh, begging and pleading, like, "Please call that." He was knocked on the ice. Embellishment. Well, the officials stank on Saturday night against Boston. Oh, they did. They did. It was, it was stink, stink, stunk. It was awful. It was. It was and terrible. It's, I mean, these guys are having, I feel like they're having some really bad games recently, these officials. And, you know, you know, going back to Bernier, it was like, I'm, you know, I, I can only watch, I can only be interested in the teams I root for. So I can't watch a random hockey game and really get enjoyment out of it i just kind of get bored sure. i need to root so that being said i don't watch a lot of non-devil games i just i just don't so mm-hmm. uh, in that sense i don't know what else is going on around the league so in that sense i'm i'm spoiled you know i'm used to my goalie playing 24 years and it really just kind of highlights just how good brodor was because you, you know you brought up 33 years the first thing I can, you know you're like we're near 33 years old first thing in my head i'm like well marty plato was like 44 you know, so so what he's thirty three. Um, but no, I, I think I think you know I have to adjust my my thinking. You know, not not all the defensemen are going to be because Danico is not the average. You know, Marty wasn't the average. They are right. You know, there's a reason their numbers are retired. There's a number, you know, there's there's a reason uh, some are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's thirty three. He's playing to his career average. Okay, and he's probably in number two. Everywhere he goes, I don't know. I don't know his whole career where he's been. Maybe when he was younger, he was a number one. But the thing is, and we're going to talk about it. You know, he had to come in for the New York Ranger game. He had to come in for the Florida Panther game down in Florida. Okay, so that's three games in a row that we had that we saw Bernier. Bernier. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't like that trend. I don't like it at all. That's not what the backups for. He's there for the spot start, for the back to backs, for you know just a rest day, whatever. He's not there. I mean, he came into two, you know, he started one game, he came into two games, um, one because of injury, one because, you know, Mac wasn't doing too well. So that does not bode well for me. I mean, you, your goalie, if the guys in front of you aren't playing at their highest level, then the goalie needs to be playing at his highest level. And when they're both not clicking, it's dangerous. Like you can have, you can probably have, you can probably have a team playing at its highest level and a goalie maybe not. And you you know still eke out a win, but you can't have, and you might even be able to have a goalie playing at his high level, but the guys on the ice not at their highest level, and mm-hmm. still eke out a win. But you can't have them both playing average and expect to win. Yeah. And 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 that's and look again, they played Boston. They weren't playing Tampa Bay. They weren't playing you know whoever's good out west. I'm not sure. So something needs to be fixed along those lines. Yeah. Well, you know, right after that, they took that long bus ride uh, across the uh, Hudson there. And on Sunday, they took on the very much despised New York Rangers. Thankfully, this game was on MSG+. I mean, you know, for me, I was like, all right, they had that three-game win streak. They were off, but you know what? They're, they're going to turn it around because they know. They know how much this game means. I got some breaking news. Go for it. The Utica Comets have just won their 12th game in a row to start a season. Four to one against the Charlotte Checkers. Congratulations to the Utica Comets. They got the record. 
now let's just play hockey. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, hopefully some of that magic will kind of float up here a little bit. That would be great. Yeah, but, be oh, that would be wonderful. Nice 12 game, nice 12 game uh, win streak. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, they, they, they went into MSG and I mean, my spirits are riding high. I really thought, you know, I mean, this is this is probably you think this is their biggest rival, New York Rangers? Oh, yeah. I mean, who else could it be? Who else? I mean, 94, yeah, the, 95. Yeah. I think in 2012 we beat them, right? 2012 when we went to the Stanley. Yes, that was uh, Henrique, right? Yes. And a Henrique goal? Yeah, that was 2012. Kept them out of the Stanley Cup. Final, we went. Uh, 95, I think we beat them in that. No, they beat us in 94. I don't remember what happened in 95. But anyway, yeah, it's the Rangers. Yeah. And I think it's even intensified when we put our freaking home stadium 10 miles away from theirs. And also, too, you know, what happened in the preseason with uh, P.K. Subin and, and you know, the slew footing and all that. I mean, this 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 is a high-intensity game, and I I really thought, all right, this is it. They're, they're going to do it. Uh, what was your feeling going into this game? I was a little worried. Uh, Rangers at home ice. Uh, we we were. I think we were at the game. We were at the preseason game where they destroyed the Rangers. I think right. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and then you know I think a week later they they got destroyed by the Rangers in preseason. <laughs> so that didn't give me any idea of where anybody was at again because I don't really follow other teams. I don't know how good the Rangers are. I I do know that their Kaku Kaku guy, the guy who was mm-hmm. picked, it, I think it was was he picked right after Jack Hughes. As number two, or Nico might have been after Nico, but I remember, uh, I remember it was like, oh, will they pick Nico or Kaku or whomever? And uh, you know, I'm really confusing it, but I, I, I'm glad. And Kaku hadn't scored a goal all season yet, so I was like, all right, seems like we made the right choice. Um, but yeah, so he chose, he chose that night to score two goals. Well, I, you don't count shootout goals, right? No. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, yeah. So I, I was like. Look, I, I thought it was a game they could win. I, you know, we both predicted they wouldn't win it. It'd be a hard-fought game. We both predicted they wouldn't win it. Um, but as the game went on, I was like, oh, okay, I think we can win this. Because they were playing really good hockey. Uh, yeah, they were playing really good hockey. Yeah, I mean, you know, Brat again, gets that opening goal. Uh, Mercer sets him up beautifully. Subin uh, getting the second assist on it. Mac was looking really, really good. Um, you know, that first period, I really felt like, okay, they're playing their game. You know, they're they're controlling the puck. They're putting a lot of pressure. And again, that Mercer line, you know, the the merciless line. You know, I mean, it's it's just he's everywhere, and he sets his guys up. And it's it's just they were they were really taking it to him. You know, then you know the Rangers came back in the second period, but then you know Dougie Hamilton ties it up and i'm just like all right this is it you know this 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 is this is how this is how it's gonna go uh you know they're just they're 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 looking unbeatable you know no matter what the rangers are throwing at them they have an answer for it i mean that's that's how i felt you know for the kind of the first half of that game i would say yeah i think i think it was a really good output by our guy especially after the egg they laid on saturday against boston i think I think that's what concerned me the most about the Ranger game is like, are we getting the Devils that played Boston or are we getting the Devils that played the Islanders and, and, and the Panthers? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we got the latter. Yeah. And um, it was good to say. Uh, it's definitely a game we should have won. I, th- I think we should have won that game. Nothing can change my mind about that. Uh, yeah. You know, but, you know, we had Pavel tie it 
in like what the last two minutes? Yeah, uh, seventeen sixteen of the third period. Yeah, so with yeah, uh, so like less two minutes and some odd seconds. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, or three minutes and some odd seconds. Left. So Pavel ties it. We go into uh, overtime. I really thought. Now, I, did I text you this, or maybe I was just thinking it? But do you think they were playing for the shootout and not really? Again, you don't want to say they weren't trying to score, but we've seen them mm-hmm. play some time games, and we've seen some beautiful overtime goals from them. I don't, I don't know that I saw the end. Not they, they weren't trying to win, but I think they were okay letting it go to a shootout. Does that make more sense? Yeah, you did text that to me, and I was watching it. I was like, yeah, they're not, they're not amping it up in 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 this overtime like we've seen them do in the past. Like they're. You know, they're not hanging back. They're not playing like a prevent defense. But it, to me, it looked like they didn't want to take a lot of unnecessary risks. They didn't really want to go for it. I mean, could it be because this is such a huge rivalry and they don't want to, you know, lose in overtime by getting caught out there? I don't know. You know, yeah, I I, I don't know. But they, they seem to be okay going into a shutout. Now, before all this, you know, in the third period, um, about six minutes into the third period, you know, Kako, who you talked about, uh, scored a goal on Mac, uh, and there was a collision there. At, at first, you know, when you watch it, 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 it live, it just looked like my, my fear was seeing him go down and seeing the way he kind of twisted. And 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 it, to me, it looked like he hit his head on the ice. And when he came up, he was like, uh, he was kind of shaking his head, almost like stretching his neck out, almost like a whiplash kind of a thing. But then when you saw the... The replay, Kako KO'd him pretty much. Oh, I mean, he, yeah. he I mean, and, and the elbow fact, first. Again, I'm about to curse. The fact that that whistle didn't blow is almost criminal. We are so lucky that he wasn't concussed, you know, that he didn't miss mm-hmm. any time. And he would have missed the game if we played Tuesday. I don't think he would have played Tuesday. No, I don't think he would have. They had that Senators game. I, it, it, I don't know. I don't know what the ref saw. Or didn't see, but that was nonsense. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing was, is you know, they were they were talking about it, you know, uh, kind of as it unfolded, and even in the post game, you know, should should the coaching staff, should the devil, should they have challenged it? And I, I think Danico at first, you know, look, lifelong devil, he's he was very much like, you know, it's a dirty play, this and that. But then I think he he kind of took a step back and said, you know what, it's too close, it's too close to to, to call, and of course. If they challenge it and it doesn't go in their favor, the Rangers get a power play. It's a, you know, the score is close. This is a huge, huge game. But, you know, you know, I never want to accuse anybody of anything. But, you know, at first I was like, okay, you know, look, this, this is, this is a high impact game, you know, but, but the way I looked at it, you know, again, I've watched it so many times. He was leading with his elbow. I mean, it wasn't an accidental collision. I mean, he was leading with his elbow. I mean, I'm sorry. That's 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 yeah. just, that's just not right. I'm with you, man. And 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 I texted you yesterday because, and we are going to talk about this game. But they lost to Florida, and Mac had a really bad second period, uh, and to the point where he got pulled. And I even te- I was texting him like, I wonder if, yeah, he wasn't concussed, you know, because he passed all the concussion protocols. That's why they let him play, but. You know, was it still cobwebs? Is is something else going on that? Because he did not look sharp in that second period. He looked great in the first period, but and we'll talk about mm-hmm. that. But yeah, we'll uh, you know, is this something that's going to linger? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. If you're not concussed, does that mean you're perfectly fine after? I mean, he hit his head pretty hard. You know, 
I mean, so, almost twice. I mean, you know, Kako elbowing him, and then you oh, know yeah. his head did hit the ice. I mean, so that's that's two shots to the head. I mean, huh. they have that gear on, but still, the brain rattles around. Yeah, it's probably even more shocking that he wasn't concussed. You know, yeah. um, and then and then the other thing too is so then you know of course PK Subin every time he takes the ice he's getting booed. I get it. You know, he's not a fan favorite there for what happened in the preseason. Then. You know, he has uh, a collision. Oh, God, who was it? Um, but, you know, uh, no penalty was called on it. And, you know, the on that one, I'm watching the replay, and I'm like, I, I didn't even. Yeah, he didn't, it was a clean. He didn't do nothing to him. Yeah, it, it, it didn't even look like it, you know, and, and uh, I think Danico said, too, he goes, you know, it's, skates collide sometimes. Like, he wasn't intentionally doing anything. And I think that was a texture, too. I was like, is there a problem with the ice? Because you saw both Rangers fall. and Devils. A lot of guys falling down, uh, pucks getting mm-hmm. stuck, sticks getting stuck. It's like, you know. I, I, you know, when you text that, I was I'm like, I don't remember if last week we had a couple of warm days last week. Because mm-hmm. um, remember, uh, I, think it was, I think it was opening day. Chicago, uh, yeah. Dougie was talking about how the ice was, was wasn't great. And the week, you know, it had been a warm week that week. And the week prior when we were at the preseason game, the power went out. Yes. And we were like, Oh, so maybe that affected, you know, maybe the ice got a little softer because of that. Uh, so I don't know if, if the warm weather preceding the, uh, devil's Rangers game affected, or who knows, maybe they had a circus or something the day before. Who knows? Um, yeah, I, it's it, just, but there was a lot of falling down. Yeah. There was a lot of falling down for professional skaters. There was a lot of falling down. Um, yeah. But even, so even, people, you know, yeah. No, good. Oh, no, I was saying even, you know, you would see, too, uh, you know, guys trying to scoop up the puck, you know, going for passes, and it's almost like the puck gets left behind, and they're, you know, it it, it wasn't like a goof up on them. It was almost sort of like, you know, the ice is just slower or whatever it is. Uh, I mean, I mean, clearly, look, you know, I mean, the bright people are here in New Jersey. We we know what we're doing. I guess over there, they don't, they don't know how to manage the ice, but that's either here nor there, but... But yeah, it went to a shootout, and uh, you know Bernier had to come in um, because one of the things, you know, look, concussions are a big concern, of course, and uh, you know, with just about with every professional sport, actually every sport from the high school level up, uh, you have out there what's called like a spotter. Now in lower levels, it can kind of be anybody, but you know, up in the big leagues and the professionals, you know, you have medical personnel and. After a collision like that, you know, the spotter is going to keep an eye on Blackwood. And if something looks a little bit off with him, they have to make that call. They got to say, look, look, we, we, we have to be cautious. This this could possibly be a concussion. So he that's why he had to come off the ice. Bernier came in. But when it came to the shutout, I don't know about you. I was not feeling that confident with, with Bernier and goal. Yeah, and... What made it worse is it went seven rounds. Um, I, I feel like he didn't make any. I, I feel like when we scored, he gave up a goal like right after it. Um, I had the, I had the, I just, yeah, he just wasn't. And the longer it went, the less confident, the less confident I got. Uh, yeah, and I hate feeling that way about my goalie. I really do. Um, all right, so four, five, six. Why does it start at four, two, four? Yeah, I got it right here. So Severson went first. He missed. 
Yeah, it was a save. Brat scored, but then Kako scored. Right. Hamilton scores, then Panarin scores. Yeah. Yeah. Mercer uh shot save. Lafreniere, the shot is saved. Johnson scores, but then Strom scores. Tatar, it's a save. Rooney, it's a save. Zaka, it's a save, but then Kreider scores. Right. Yeah. Kreider. Yeah. So yeah, so every time we scored a goal, Bernier let them score a goal. Bernier. Yep. And what it's fifth rounds, right? It's five rounds, I think. No, one, two, three. It was seven rounds, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's initially mm-hmm. five or four. Five. I thought it was five, yeah. Right, so and- Andreas Johnson scores a goal. All he's got to do is stop Strom from scoring. Mm-hmm. And he does it. Strom scores, we go to round six. Then we go to round seven, and we lose. You know, I, look, we got a point, fine, fine. But, you know. We left two points on the board against Boston. We left one on, on the ice with New York. Uh, I don't know. I just, and you know, any other weekend, I probably would be okay with that. But they just came off two of their best games. And it's yeah. really, you wanted to hope that that's the team we were going to watch. Not that they were going to win every game or, you know. We know they have it in them. So I want to see more games like that, like Florida and Islanders. Unless like Boston, the Ranger game is a good game. You know, the Ranger game is a good game. I can't, I, you know, it's a seven round shootout. You can't really complain too much about it. I mean, the only reason I'm complaining is because we are on the losing end of it. Right. Um, so I want to see more good play. Oh, look, they played great against the Rangers. Uh, they can't have these games like they had against Boston. And then so so after the Ranger game again, the auto game's postponed. Um, and it's made up for when you told me they should rescheduled it. It is. Oh, yeah, it's going to be made up on Monday, December 6th. Um, so, yeah, like in a couple of weeks, uh, you know, I guess they all they're all covid free. So they'll be back. Yeah. Monday, uh, December 6th. OK, so that gives them the extra day for practice and, and you know, the next day for Mac to, to to recuperate and they come back. Well, they fly down. Sorry, they fly down to Florida to play the uh, Florida Panthers, who just two days earlier, they beat seven to three. Uh, mm-hmm. you were not able to watch the game. Nope. Which was good news for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched, I will say I watched the first and half of the second, and then I was kind of in and out because, um, all right, well, let's put it this way. So this Dougie, the, I think, yeah, Dougie scored a goal in the first. Yes, and let's let's take a moment to appreciate Dougie for scoring uh, four goals in seven games, five games, six games, something like that. Yeah, uh, Dougie's on yeah. fire, and we yes. need we need him to be on fire. And um, so we're winning one nothing. Toward the end of that, it's probably I'm pretty sure less than thirty seconds left in the period, first period, and Mac just gets you know the, he lets one right by him one. The announcers thought he should have got one. I thought he should have got. He didn't get. So mm-hmm. they go into the uh, locker rooms tied one one with momentum swinging toward Boston. Uh, you're right, Florida. I'm still looking at Boston. You. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Florida. So they come out in second, and they actually look pretty good. Um, the first period, what you need to understand is that 
New Jersey was controlling that puck. We were in, we were on offense for a good portion of that first period. Um, second period, the, the, the script was flipped. Um, it was not fun to watch. It was, I don't know what team, the team that came out of the locker room was not the team that went into the locker room. Because wow. I didn't know what I was watching. They they were playing like they didn't know how this game was meant to be played. Oh, and it was very, 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 very hard to watch. Um, which is why after... So, basically, Boston... Went, oh, I did it again. <laughs> Florida, <laughs> Florida winds up scoring three goals. I'm trying to find the... Uh, yeah, I have it I have it right here. So, All three, right. three like, minutes... What was the time period that they scored three goals? Yeah, so three minutes in... Uh, I can't even pronounce his name. So, they, they got to go three minutes in, and then about... Less than a minute and a half later, they got their second. And then about four minutes later, uh, Duclair, who I think is their top scorer, uh, you know, he he kind of finished it off there. You know, that's when they were up 4-1. Right. So, actually, it was after the the, the, the goal that made it 3-1. Mm-hmm. Um, who scored that one? Huber. Huber. Du, Huber. Du, Husker. Du. Husker. Barney. Yeah. So Huberstank scores, and um, Lindy uh, challenges it because it mm-hmm. looked like he was uh, offsides. Okay. Uh, both skates were past the blue line. Um, they reviewed it, and the call came back that the goal was good because they're saying he had he had puck control. And you, I, yeah. I mean, to me, you couldn't tell. Um, he said he had puck control. You can have apparently you have, if your skates are over line, but and and the puck's still in the. Uh, in front of the line, if you have puck control, it's it, it's not offsides. Something along oh. those lines. Okay. So uh, so not only did we lose the challenge, but um, apparently, and I don't know why they know this, but when you lose a challenge, you uh, you're giving up a power play. Yes. Yes. So uh, yeah. So the, they didn't score, thankfully, but the Panthers went on a power play, which didn't help. Um, Lucitarian, wow, that's a weird name. Lucitarian, Rahagi, Lucitarian, Huberduber. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, it, it was just not fun. After, especially after that, they declare because you, you did it. Nothing was working. The defense broke down. Mac Black seemed way over his head. And uh, look, I, I know he's not over his head. So it's one of the situations where you're like, what is going on with you guys today? Especially after the first period, um, so Bernier comes in, kind of settles things down. Uh, still agonizing to watch the rest of the second and all of the third. We had some good chances, uh, but nothing ever came of it. Uh, they didn't score any more goals, but you know when you have four, we only have one. In most mm-hmm. cases, that's a win. Um, yeah, it was not a good. I dude, this loss upset me so much. I didn't watch post game press conference, and this is stuff I've been doing. You know, I'm reading articles. I'm uh, re- watching the press conferences so I can talk about these games on this on this podcast. And I was so disgusted yesterday. I I couldn't even watch any of the uh, uh, post game stuff. I couldn't watch. You know, they do a little presser after practice every day. You know, it's up on YouTube. Um, I didn't even watch that today. I'm still kind of disgusted at the team. So I don't know what Lindy's rationale. And of course, you know, I'm a fan. They're the players. They know it's a long season. They're they're even keel. I'm sure Lindy was even keel at the presser, whereas I would have been screaming like a maniac. <laughs> um, 
I, I don't know what he, I don't know what he said. I don't know if you you read or watched anything about yesterday's game, but it was just because because you wait, you know, because the game was canceled. I had to wait to watch hockey since Sunday. Yeah, and and again, I don't. I would love for them to win every night, but I don't expect them to win every night. But play well, you know. Make if you're going to lose, make it worth my time to see you lose. You know, play hard, play well, do your best. Yeah. I don't know what I saw, and the, the worst part was. It was essentially half a period where they really kind of fell asleep, but it was so awful to watch, uh, and it was enough, you know. And and look, I'll give it to Florida. They got this young goalie. Uh, I forgot his name, but he's he's a young dude, and the second time we've seen him in ten days, and you know he gave up six goals in New Jersey, and you know he really fought back this time. And he was stopping some. I mean, the Devils had chances, dude. The Devils definitely okay. had chances. They should have. They should have had. At least two goals in the first, mm. if not more. So, um, yeah, he was doing well. Yeah, and it's you know it's disappointing, you know, coming off of, of that weekend of of just not looking great against Boston, losing a heartbreaker to the Rangers, and the fact too that you know about a week before, you know this 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 was a team that we were like, oh my god, you know, can they can they stay with these guys? This is one of the better teams in the league, and they manhandled them. You almost think like, okay, this is going to be their big bounce back game. And yeah, looking at the stats here, um, I mean, okay, it's great that you know the the Panthers had two power plays and and the Devils did shut them down. Uh, you know, but here's the thing, you know, uh, Florida had 35 hits to the Devils 24 hits, so they were clearly more physical. Uh, block shots were about the same. Here and now, here it is. You know, the Devils had 12 giveaways. So 12 botch passes, 12 flub passes, um, takeaways, which is kind of one of their strong points, controlling that center ice, poke checks, this and that. They had five all game, five takeaways. The uh, Panthers had 12. So, you know, they just, I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. And, yeah, I didn't, same thing. I just, uh, I, I think after, after, especially after Sunday, yeah, and 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 then you know, seeing this, I'm just like, oh, God, when are they playing again? I'll just wait till then. Um, it's just very disappointing. I mean, again, you know, bright spot, you know, Dougie scores, and uh, you know that that's great to see. That's great to see him really meshing on the team. And you know, when we kind of look at some players, I definitely want to talk about him. But uh, you know, they're playing tomorrow. You know, the 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 next kind of batch of games starts tomorrow, and. Uh, these guys got to turn it around, you know. They got to get their their head on straight, and they 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 just got to play to the level that we know they could play at. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, look, Florida is the one of the best, if not the best team in the league right now. Absolutely. Um, I'm not gonna say it was a fluke because you don't beat someone in a fluke seven to three. You know what no. I mean? Um, but. I, I did. I certainly didn't go into, go into the Florida game, the second game, thinking, "Oh, you know, we're going to beat them seven to three again." Mm-hmm. I, I just thought we get a better game out of the guys. That's all. I, you know, because like mm-hmm. we don't want the Boston type games to become the norm. You know, exactly. and, and and they even though they lost, they bounced back against the Rangers in regards to how they were playing. Um, mm-hmm. And you hope that we could see, especially on these road trips, you know, you'd hope it could see. Now, look, they got Tampa Bay, the, the two-time last, the two-time Stanley Cup champion in the last yeah. two years, right? 
Yeah. So yeah, tomorrow night. What do they bring into yeah. that game? I, I don't know. I can't. I can't emphasize the word "can't" enough. Sit through another game like the Florida game uh, tomorrow. Yeah, you know, and, and we we've, we've talked about it. You know, this this past month on this podcast is is you know, look, as fans, we want them to win every single game, but you know, being realistic, they're not. But the one thing we do expect is play to your potential every night. And I didn't watch the game, but just looking at the stats, I'm like, this, this is the team that I've, I've been watching, you know, even, even Saturday, you know, against the you know, last Saturday against Boston, I was like, you know, yeah, they're, they're doing some of the things that I know they could do, but they're just, this is not a team I'm used to watching out there. And, you know, okay, you're going to have an off night here or there. You, you know, we talked about sustaining that energy, but, uh, you know, I mean, please don't tell me that, you know, stinking it up against Boston, losing a heartbreaker, like that that kind of sucked the life out of them. I mean, you had that break, you know. Ottawa couldn't come in. You had that break. It's almost sort of like, all right, we got to clear our heads now. And, I mean, this is not a good way to kick it off. I mean... You know, pretty soon we're going to make some predictions here. It's going to be interesting to see what we think, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just hope I hope they get their heads on straight and and play up to the potential that we know they can. That's that's mm-hmm. really what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, look, every mm-hmm. every every week that goes by, I feel more and more like they can. Well, up to, up to this past week, every week that went by this season, I felt more and more like they they were had a good chance at a playoff spot. And this mm-hmm. past week really started having me question that. I'll tell you what, the Florida game, Jay, was the first game. Look, we watched a lot of games where, where the other team scored first and the mm-hmm. Devils were down. Mm-hmm. And I would always say, that's right, the, go- the boys will get it back. The boys, I was saying to myself, right? Yeah. I was saying that at Boston, and every time we kind of came close to coming back, Boston would score another goal. When I was watching the Florida game, something in my head was like, yeah, they're not coming back from this. Yeah. Um, probably after the third goal. So even the fourth goal was even like a shock to me at that point. After the third goal, I was like, just because of the way we're playing. And I don't like feeling that way because yeah. any of my teams, when you know, when you kind of lose faith in the team at that moment, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch them. You know, that's yeah. why I was in and out of the third period. You know, I check in, then leave. You know, watch something else. So, uh, I don't want to feel that way for the season. I I want to get that feeling back. Of, all right, all right, it's fine. The game will go, but the boys will be back. They're playing hard. They'll they'll get it back. I'm not worried about it. So I want to get back to that feeling again. And I, I, I hopefully we can do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Definitely. Like in that Boston game, you know, Boston scores first, but I'm like, all right, that's okay. You know, this this happens. They're going to get it back. And for a majority of that game. I really thought, all right, the comeback's going to start. They're 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 going to turn it around, and you know you don't want you're right. You don't want to watch a game like that where halfway through the game you're just like, I better just go fold some laundry. You know this 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 is a done deal. Yeah. You know? to, to, so so the Florida goalie is Spencer Knight. He's 20 years old. Mm-hmm. That was 46 shots on him, and he saved wow. five. He saved wow. 45 shots on them from them. Wow, that's you, that's, you, you got to get more than one through in forty six shots. Yeah, I mean the kid's not the second coming of Patrick Wall. He's twenty and he's good, but you know, come on, <laughs> forty six shots, you get one by him. 
Come yeah, on. that's that's not good. That's not acceptable. Absolutely. Um, all right. Before we make some predictions, uh, you know, with this next coming batch of games, which player or players uh, are you going to be keeping an eye on? Uh, who, who do you think is going to kind of break out there and, and maybe lead them to uh, some wins or some, you know, hard fought games? Uh, I'm going to go this week with, uh, again, Dawson Mercer is always going to be top of my my list. Um, Mm -hmm. But just to mix up a bit, I'm going to go with Pavel. I think Pavel's due for some. And, and, you know, that that tying goal in the Ranger game was beautiful. Um, I think Pavel's ready to break out. And uh, not that he hasn't been, but, you know, he's been steady. But I think we're going to be hearing his name a lot more next couple of games. How about you? Cool. I think this guy's a ticking time bomb. Uh, you know, he's shown flashes of brilliance. I know he's due. You know, we we were at the Boston game. We were saying it. The guys next to us were saying it. Nico Hashir, he's, he's, this has got to be the week that he's going to break out with goals and assists and just go. I mean, you know, as, as great as the Mercer line is playing, you know, Nico, when he's out there, makes whoever is out there with him really look good. Uh, he really keeps them in the game. He hustles. He does all the right things. You know, maybe, you know, maybe shaking things up, maybe bringing some different guys up from Utica to, to, to find, you know, that Mercer line is set. We're not messing with that. We got to tweak Nico's line there and get him some guys out there because I see him doing a lot of the right things and there's no payoff to it. And I, I just, I, I'm, I'm sitting on it like he's 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 going to have a breakout week this week. I, I, you know, assists a goal or two. It's 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 going to be the start. Like the floodgates are going to open after this week. That's what I feel. Let's hope so. We are captain. Really- yeah, you know what? This is the time when the captain has to put the team on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not performing the way they should be performing. Yeah, and it, and like I said, it's it's you know when I see him out there. I'm like, this is it. This is it. Here we go. And 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 you just see the the magic that that guy does. You know, as as much as you want to talk about his goal scoring, his assists, to me, just the way he he controls the ice. Um, anytime I'm at a game, and especially you know if it's a power play or if uh, the opposing team is kind of dumping it in their zone to get a to get a line change, and you see Nico skating down the ice, I'm always screaming out there, harass him, harass him. Because he he starts poking that stick and he makes things happen. So, um, somebody else, yeah, some so, so, well, something that's kind of interesting. So Nico's the captain, and you know, there's a lot of great talk about him. One of the things I think is great is you know, Dougie Hamilton is playing lights out, especially these last few games. Um, everything I read about this guy is he is an amazing personality. They love this guy in the locker in the locker room. Sorry. Um, the interesting thing that I notice is, you know, when we go to, to games and uh, at intermissions, you know, when they're bringing them out to the ice, you know, they start playing the music. We see up on the screen, we see the guys lining up and it's always, you know, it's either Mac or, or Bernie. Like they're there, the goalie's waiting. Everybody's kind of waiting. It's Dougie Hamilton that comes up. He's fist bumping everybody, fist bumping them. And then he kind of takes a stick. He taps the goalie sort of like, all right, let's go lead us out. It's like. I wonder what that locker room is like with him in there because he he just seems like such a positive positive force and uh, I like to see him step it up too you know uh, 
really, you know, I mean, he's stepping it up goal-wise, but maybe in the locker room, too, step it up some more. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice. I'd like to see Ryan Graves really step up, too. I know he's got a goal. He got a goal in recent games, but and he's been playing good, but let's, let's see him. Uh, I want to hear his name a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah, he's... I like his play. Uh, you know, he's a very hard-nosed player. Um, he's... Uh-huh. You know, I don't want to say he's a goon or an enforcer, but he almost does kind of take up that role because I, I have seen him. You know, if if some if on his watch, if one of his guys takes a hit, he's right there. He he's right there in the guy's face, or he's hitting somebody back, and uh, it's good to see. Like like again, just that that family mentality they have there. It's it's great to see. Alrighty, so we got some games coming up. So starting tomorrow, uh, they're down in Tampa Bay against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning. There's a wrestling call in there somewhere, isn't there? Two-time champion. Um, (laughs) I'm sure there is. I can't think of it right now. Put your hands together for the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. The Tampa Hmm. Bay Lightning. I don't know. Um, uh, did you have a question? Did I interrupt the question? I, don't know. I was just going to say, let's let's start making some predictions. So, what's your prediction? All right, so we got Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. Yes. And they are currently probably first jerks. First of all, Florida's got no right. Any team in Florida has no right being good at hockey. Thank you. You know, it's just... It's a swamp down there. Exactly. Exactly. If this was gator catching, sure. You can have all the gator catching cups you want. (laughs) Actually, wait. So so the Lightning, they're they're 9-3-3. Hmm. Yeah, but they're still Tampa Bay. They still. Yeah. Yeah, and Carolina. What is Carolina? South Carolina? Come on. Good grip. All right. So, I'm sorry. Tampa Bay's 9-3-3. Um, I, look, I'm going with the win. They need to win. They have to win. They have to win. Lindy, Lindy, play this tape for them tomorrow before the tape because it's 1984. Play this, <laughs> play this episode for them before the show, uh, before the game tomorrow. You have to win this game. You cannot lose to the Panthers in that ugh, kind of way and lose a heartbreaker to the Rangers. And lose a stinker to the Boston Bruins and complete the week with one point in eight, not eight chances, in four games. You can't yeah. do it. No. You can't walk away with one point in four games. That is unacceptable. You're too good. This isn't the 2020 Devils, it's not the 2019 Devils. Get your S together and win and beat Tampa Bay tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. I don't care. It's not a prediction, it's a promise. I'm making a promise. Oh, I shouldn't have done it. Dang it. All right, make them <laughs> they're beating Tampa Bay tomorrow because they have to. They have to. If I know they have to, if they definitely should know they have to. You, there's no way you go on that ice tomorrow not thinking you have to win this game, right? Am I right? No, you're right. You know, I mean, it's 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 a must win. It, it absolutely, even though it's early in the season, this is a must win. You gotta write the ship. You, you you you've shown such flashes of brilliance. I mean, taking it to Florida a week ago. Two days later, destroy. I mean, destroying the Islanders. You know, that's that's who has to get back out there. You know what? All right, you had some bad breaks there. You know, you, you 
yeah, okay, penalties didn't go your way against Boston. I don't know. You you were saving it. I don't know what happened. The Rangers won. Yeah, okay, it was a heartbreaker. And I don't know what happened last night in Florida. You know, you, you got to shake it off. This, Yeah, it, it is. You're right. This is an absolute must win because just, just because. <laughs> you have to. I, I, I don't. I, I can't find any other synonyms for have to. You have to win this game. You must. Anyway. So, yeah. Get to the so chopper. I don't, I don't know. Care. I don't care who's in goal. I don't care how you do it. You have to win this game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if Black's not 100%, don't yeah. put him in. Yeah. No. If he's not. If, he, if he's not 100%. No, you're absolutely right. And you just... You can't squeak it out either. I mean, you you got to play the way the way you guys can play, and you have to show the league. You have to show the league that you're not a fluke, you know. Because that's I mean, I hate to say it, that's almost what it's it's like. It's like ah, they were a flash in the pan. Ah, they got lucky, you know. Ah, they had a few breaks here and there. No, no, we guys, we know you're better than this. Mm-hmm. Just demolish them, roll over them, roll mm-hmm. over them, please. Mm-hmm. Ah. All right, so, so then, then they have yeah. the Minnesota Wild on Wednesday, the 24th, mm-hmm. day before Thanksgiving, in New Jersey. Yes. This is a game they probably should lose, but I think they're going to win. I'm going to tell you why. It's the last game of a three-game road trip. Uh, they were in Florida. This is Minnesota. Minnesota's in Florida. Tampa mm-hmm. Bay. They're kind of backwards. Uh, they play Florida on Saturday. They play Tampa Bay on Sunday. They have two days off to travel to Jersey. They play Jersey Wednesday night. Thursday's Thanksgiving. Then they're home against Winnipeg on Friday. So chances are they're probably getting on the plane right after the game Wednesday night so they can have Thanksgiving with their family. Right? Right. I think they're going to be thinking about getting on that plane. That's what I think. That's how I think Minnesota's going to play. And I think that'll be the key for for the Devils to win. And and again too, you know, I'm gonna say it, it, it's a must win. Like you gotta show because if you if you win against Tampa Bay, oh, actually you have to win against Tampa Bay. So you're gonna win against Tampa Bay, but then you can't like again just fold like a like a cheap suit. No, you you got to keep it up. You got to sustain that energy because uh, I mean I don't know when we're gonna record next with the holiday and everything. You know. There, there's a game looming ahead against another really tough opponent, another another hated rival. You, you got to build up that head of steam. You know, you did it before. You got on a three-game win streak. You got to do it again. I mean, this this is a must-win it, it, for me. It, it's it's just a no-brainer. They they have to again. They got to steamroll these guys. Right. I would say our probably our next recording will probably maybe the t- I don't know maybe wait one two three. We can either do next Saturday the 27th after three games, or we could do it the 29th after four games. Um, yeah, but it won't be before Thanksgiving. I don't think, yeah. Yeah. A, there won't be enough games played before Thanksgiving, and B, it's Thanksgiving week. I'm sure we're both busy. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you might get us again after the national game, if not, most likely after the Flyer game. Um, yeah, so they have Nashville uh, in Nashville Friday. So they'll probably get on. Yeah, I'm assuming they get on a plane Thursday evening. It's a six o'clock game Eastern time in Nashville. Um, 
So the, you're saying, uh, I'm saying a definite win against Tampa Bay. I'm saying a, the better probably should win against Minnesota, even though Minnesota's a better team. No. Uh, Nashville, what's your, what's your Nashville prediction? What's my Nashville prediction? Don't really know much about them. I'm looking at them right now. Nine, six, and one. Uh, pretty good power play team. Six in the NHL, uh, but kind of pedestrian everywhere else. Hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to be absolutely reckless here, and I'm just going to say it's it's going to be a win. You know, I just want to see them build that momentum. So I'm I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for the win. And because we don't know when we're recording next, I think we should predict the, the flyer game also. Uh, I'm going to say Nashville's a win, but I will mm-hmm. trade a Nashville loss for a flyer win. Oh. Or win against the Flyers. I will trade Absolutely. That. Um, Absolutely. Because, again, I'm hesitant to predict four wins in a row. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be. I know. I know. Um, but then I'm just then predicting. The predicting part of our show would be useless then. <laughs> yeah, so um, see, that's the thing though. I wonder if Nashville's a trap game. Maybe they should win it, but it's a day after a holiday. They travel. Then they got to get on. It's just whoever made the schedule stupid. They got to get on yeah, Thanksgiving, go to Nashville. After Nashville, they got to fly back home. Like, who? Why fly away for one freaking game? Yeah, yeah. This is stupid. what this is like the second time or third time this, this season. And I mean, the season's just getting started here. And right. this is happening. Crazy. All right. So, um, I, you know, I'm going to say Nashville might be a loss. It's a trap game. Okay. All righty. Fair enough. All right. Which leads us to the 28th. We will be at that game. Absolutely. Against the Philadelphia Flyers. Yes. Uh, also, it's that good. game. Flyers are really good. I know the Flyers are really good, but just really quick note, you know, uh, that game, uh, Sunday, November 28th, that is um, Hockey Fights Cancer Night. So, you know, if you're going to be going to the game, if you have uh, one of the jerseys or anything like that, uh, you know. Purple or violet, I think. Purple or violet. Purple or violet, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, definitely, you know, get that on there. And, uh, you know, I got some reasons here. You know, first of all, I hate the Flyers, so... Definitely want to see a win. And, uh, you know, John, as you know, uh, two years ago, I lost my wife to cancer. Uh, uh, you know, I don't think it's a stretch to say uh, as much as as much as I despise the Flyers, I despise cancer even more. Um, I am hoping that my Hockey Fights Cancer jersey uh, arrives in time. I would really love to wear it at the game because uh, I have my wife's name on it. Uh and I just, you know, for all those reasons, you know, I'm, I know I'm supposed to make predictions with my head, but I'm making a prediction with my heart. And uh, it's going to be a hard-fought game. It's it's either going to be an overtime or a shootout, but they are going to win that game. It's they, I feel they just absolutely have to for a virtual cornucopia of reasons. Right. Um, yeah, they're 8-4-3. The Flyers, mm-hmm. uh, we're home. I, I, I think you know, depending on how we do on that stretch, if we if, if they go the way we said they're going to go, and they win those two of those three games. I think they'll be able to beat the Flyers. I think, I think, I think it's home ice. The fans will be rocking. Yeah, I think, I think we we have a good uh, 
chance of winning that game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm saying three out of four of the next four are going to win. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, again, you know, tomorrow against Tampa Bay, that's that's an absolute must win. And, uh, you know, we'll see how it unfolds from there. All righty. Uh, that is, yeah, that is a four. Yeah. Okay. What's with that? Four o'clock games. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the schedule. Oh, well, they got they got to get them back on the. It's a travel day because they have to be home by Wednesday. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't want to miss. Don't want to miss your flight. Yeah. Um. God. Alrighty. <laughs> All right. All right, Jay. It's fine. It's time for some. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have a name for this segment, so I'm just going to call it a trivia or fun trivia. You ready? All righty. I am ready. All right. Jay Dawson Mercer scored his first NHL goal October 19, 2021. Mm-hmm. There are two other Devils that have scored their first NHL goals on October 19th. Of course, in mm-hmm. different years. Of course. Um. You get three questions to ask me, and then I need you need your guesses. And I cheated last time; I gave you more than three guesses uh, questions. <laughs> so you get three. You get as many guesses as you want, but you only get three questions. So my, my first my first Mercer, question. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. On, okay, go ahead. I'm professional, I'm professional <laughs> over here. Dawson Mercer scored his first NHL goal on October 19, twenty twenty one. There are two other Devils who scored their very first NHL goal. On October nineteenth of different years, can you name those two devils? So my first question is going to be: Is one of them Nico Hashir? Uh yes. <laughs> two <laughs> questions left. Two questions left. Okay, so we know one of them is Nico. Uh, one of them is Nico. So you need one more. All righty. Hmm. Is this? Uh, is the other? Is the other player on the current roster? Yes. Ooh, one okay. Question. One more question. Hmm. The other play. Uh, so this other player that scored his first goal on that exact date, did the Devils just draft his brother? Uh, yes. So I'm going to say the other one is Jack Hughes. Yes. Okay. Nico Hishir, October nineteenth, twenty seventeen, first wow. NHL goal. Jack Hughes. What is wrong with my 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 words today? Jack Hughes, first NHL goal, October nineteenth, twenty nineteen, and Dawson wow. Mercer, first NHL goal, October nineteenth, twenty twenty one. So in twenty twenty three, October nineteenth, twenty twenty three, I wonder who's going to score their first NHL goal. Seems like every two years. Yeah. 17, 19, 21. Hmm. We shall see. Yeah, I got to circle circle that date. They got to make sure they have a game that date. October 19, 20, 23, yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's your Devil's Trivia for tonight. Absolutely. That was a good one. That was a good... Wasn't that good? You got it real quick. Unless you were looking at the well, like I said, I got, I got, I got to keep, I got to keep calling Nico's number here. You know, he's he's got to hit on something. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, unless you're looking at the same tweet I was looking at, or you read the same tweet I read. No, I didn't. Actually, no, I didn't. I did not know that. I did not know that, as Johnny Carson used to say. Um. Oh wait, Johnny Carson was the Jimmy Fallon of your era, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. 
yeah. All right. All righty. So before we wrap things up, once again, John and I want to thank all our fans out there for their continued support, continuing to listen to the show. Uh, if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review us. Uh, you know, if you give us a nice five star rating, write a nice review. We'll creep up higher there on the lists for things like sports, hockey podcasts, etc. Uh, you could also find us on Anchor. You could find us on Spotify, and you can now find us on Overcast. We are on nice. Overcast as well. Um, if you do follow us on Spotify. Uh, there is a feature that uh, once I put the episode up, I could type out a question. Feel free to answer it. I do see the answers. Uh, I don't think, though, the last episode I put up a question because I couldn't think of one. But I will definitely put up one for this episode. And, you know, head over to Instagram. Welcome to the Rock Podcast is there. Post pictures about the things that we talk about. Uh, I engage with a lot of fans there. So if you want to reach out to us, uh, send a DM there. I do monitor it. Uh, this podcast does go out over Anchor, so uh, anywhere you find this podcast, there is a link. You're able to leave us a voicemail. Feel free to do that as well. And, of course, head on over to Facebook. Welcome to the Rock Podcast is there as well. And interact with the posts. Leave us messages. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. I want to say, if, if, you, if you listen to our show and you have yet to go to a game, go on out to the Rock. It's a great place. It's been rocking all year. Um, attendance has been Excellent. I think was the Islander game that was sold out. Islander game was sold out. I mean, oh God, yeah. I mean, you you could see yeah. it, and yeah, even even the uh, the Bruins game looked like it was pretty close to a sellout. Yes, the Bruins were sold out, and then the Rangers was away, and Florida was okay. So uh, yeah, so the Rocks been rocking. Um, they're look hockey. We've said it before. Hockey is probably one of the best sports to watch live, and um, mm. you, you know, obviously, if you're listening to us. You gotta love the devils because you don't listen to us because of our singing voices. Um, (laughs) Yeah, get out to the rock. If you can find us, if you recognize our voices in the bathroom or in line for food, say hi. Um, Yeah, and just enjoy enjoy the devils game. And uh, let's go Utica and let's go uh, let's go devils. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, if you do happen to go there, uh, you want to look for us, uh, we're the two guys in the Devil's jersey, so we should be pretty easy to spot. Uh, just come on over and say hi. Yeah. <laughs> well, be easy to find. Very easy to find. Uh, not not many people there wearing Devil's jerseys. We, we really <laughs> kind of stand out. <laughs> yeah, that's talk. Of course. Uh, soon we'll be you guys there with our Colorado Rocky jerseys, and not the baseball team. No, no, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. Babies, devils are the former Colorado Rockies. Very nice jersey. Oh, actually, wait, no. Before before we do wrap things up, um, Saturday's game, you had a, a Chico Resch sighting. Uh, I believe oh, yeah, you told I me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was in between periods. I think. Um, mm-hmm. I think we we're sitting near where he and I forgot the dude's name. And I feel bad. Um, broadcast, I guess, on the radio or on 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 the internet. And uh, in between um, periods, I think he was going to the bathroom, and I was I was going up to the bathroom too, and uh, he was he was taking a picture with a woman, and there was like two guys waiting to take a picture with him, and um, I was like, oh, I'll get a line for a picture, and um, he took one more picture with the next guy, and then he was like, sorry guys, I gotta go, and, and he had like people like like security, but not like a lot of security, like one or two right. guys, and and he and he walked away. He was very. 
pleasant. I wasn't like mad. I was like, hey, you owe me a photo. <laughs> um, but I was like, ah. And I came back and I said, funny thing is, I was like, I'm going to text Jay to come up here because you are, of the two of us, you're more of a Chico Rush fan than I am. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. I almost got a picture with Chico Rush. The funny thing is, is when you, I think when you did eventually text it or tell me that, my thought was, my first thought was, oh, the guy in the suit when they do the races in the third period. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was the actual Chico yeah, Rush. Rush. Yeah. yeah, that would be pretty cool, though. Yeah, he's, so that's he's, he's he's not a guy that you look at and go, yeah, you're a goalie. I'm not. I'm not saying he's a small. He's he's a small guy for a goalie. I would think. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, maybe the Nets were smaller back then. I don't know. I mean, I think it's, I, I mean, honestly, I think it's the evolution of, of athletes in general. Um, Mac Black is 6'4". He's like 6'4". Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he really covers that. I mean, that's that's a pretty interesting thing is, you know, like they, they talk about how he's calm and cool under pressure. If you ever notice when he drops into a butterfly because um, Sunday uh, when Brock got that opening goal, uh the the Rangers goalie, you know, dropped down into a butterfly. But again, maybe because of his size, maybe because of his inexperience, whatever, he, you know, he kind of hovered and left the five hole open, as they say, you know, between the pads. When you see Matt go down, I mean, it's perfect. I mean, he he covers the ice perfectly, but also too probably because he's six foot four. I mean, his upper body just seals off the rest of the net. So you know, there it's, was, it's just the um. I can't remember his name. There was there was a goalie for the Ducks. I think he was the goalie, but we beat them in the Stanley Cup. His pads, well, he's a big guy, first of all. And his pads were so huge. I remember watching him like there's no way these pads are legal. And and they were at the time. I think they I think they instituted like a width um okay. you know, limit. Uh-huh. Uh but I was like, of course, nothing's getting by this guy. His pads are huge. And he's huge. He's covering, like, there's no holes in that. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the thing that's amazing is, you know, especially, like like I said, on that brought goal. I mean, he, he just, you know, I'm making it sound like, uh, you know, the Rangers goalie left, like, the five spot wide open. I mean, it was, it was like just enough room for a puck and you know for for a guy skating down it i don't know how fast they skate at deking and then just being able to flick it into that small area you know and not using the force by the way you know he, he turned his targeting computer off wow amazing it's amazing yeah Jones. They, they, said, they said yeah they, okay. they said jesper are you all right and he was like i, I got it <laughs> All right, the the goalie was Jean Sebastian Gier, and yeah. I think I think he he was six one, and his pads were six five. Um, <laughs> why? No, um, I think he eventually did he win a. I don't know. I th- I know the Ducks eventually won a cup. I don't know if he was goalie yeah. at the time. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, goalies are big. Goalies are big, and you never know who you'll meet if you head down to the Rock. So, once again, I am Jay. And I'm Jonathan. And welcome to The Rock. So run, you curse. Uh, run! Tell all the other curse the lie's coming. You tell them I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! 